Welcome back. You're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3 and AM 1620. Good morning to you. I'm Jenna Barr. Would love to hear from you this morning. 850-437-1620. Chime on into the conversation. That's 437-1620. Every couple of weeks, we get an update with Santa Rosa County. What's going on? And of course, uh, Sarah always sends us somebody. She, she keeps me on my toes too because we mix it up every couple of weeks. So Chris, uh, you are now in the hot seat. Are you ready? I'm ready. Good morning. Uh, good morning. <laughs> so Chris, Verlinda, you are over the Sea Grant program at the Extensions office. Mm-hmm. So why don't you share a little bit more about what y'all do? Okay, well, I work for the University of Florida um, Institute for Food and Agriculture Sciences um, Florida Sea Grant Extension Program in Santa Rosa County. And so our whole um, extension program, basically, we, we work with um, you know researchers at the University of Florida and other Florida colleges and really colleges throughout the nation. And uh, um, <clears throat> we're the extension arm of the university's research. And so we're the people that are out in the community working and uh, um, you know providing, you know, for in my case, um, coastal-based science information and solutions to coastal um, issues and problems. You know, we also have um, our 4-H group, which deals with youth, you know, provides opportunities, a lot of opportunities for youth. We have our family and consumer services um, agent who deals a lot with, uh, um, she, she does car seat safety and nutrition and things like that. And we have um, environmental horticulture, which deals with homeowner um, gardening problems. And then we have um, our um, small farms agent that works with um, different, you know, smaller farms within the local area to, so that they can be more productive and make money. And then mm-hmm. um, we have agriculture in the um, north end of the county, which works with our ag, which ag is like one of the, you know, top contributors economically, you know, to our um, economy, especially in San Rosa and Escambia County. Oh, wow. Okay. <clears throat> so you are the head of the Sea Grant program. Yes. And um, I'm looking online a little bit, but I want to talk just maybe for people who aren't aware, do we have um, environmental issues that y'all focus on here in Northwest Florida? Absolutely, yes. We do a lot with, uh, you know, of course, water quality is always big. And I have a small little citizen science um, group that does do, you know, water quality sampling in Santa Rosa Sound. And the county itself is getting ready to expand on that um, project and do more comprehensive sampling. Um, We've lately been really looking at our stormwater problems. And, you know, with all the rain that we've been having the past few years, it's really created... um, a lot of different issues and so with the county with Santa Rosa County um, we have a small resiliency team and uh, um, you know we're looking at ways to address different types of uh, stormwater problems use utilizing nature-based solutions which basically is plants and uh, other um, techniques that you can use where you don't have to technically you know always use um, cement. Okay and so are, are <clears throat> you seeing differences being made when it comes to using real living uh, plants instead of actually like putting up I, what do you call that what is that a cement dam and hard like know. hardening surfaces and and, and uh, impervious surface where water okay. can't filter through you know to the ground and uh, um, there and, you know in a lot of cases it does work really well and it's basically because it still you know allows for rainwater not to just you know hit the ground and run off hence stormwater runoff sure but it actually will filter in you know into the groundwater into the sand and then eventually into um, you know our, our water table and uh, um, so there's a lot of different things that you can use you can just simply plant trees you can use ground cover 
Um, and then you can do different things to move the water, like with swales and um, utilize bioswales, which is basically a low part in the um, ground. And it kind of makes like a little alley for the water to run through um, to move it to other parts of your property. You don't want it to run off your property onto others. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't like that so much. We don't want to do that to No, 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 no. That's when people start complaining. <laughs> right, right. But we work with, with, you know, individual homeowners, property owners, and then we, we actually, um, now we've got a huge pro- project that's being funded by EPA to um, utilize some of these techniques at the San Rosa County Administration Complex, and we'll be using pervious surface and uh, tree boxes, which allow for water you know to run through to the ground rather than just you know all concrete and uh, we'll be using some bioswales and rain gardens to um remove some of the runoff from that area oh very of the, cool of the complex yeah it's a, it's a it'll be a really big job but we're doing a lot of outreach and education so hopefully people will start understanding that you know a lot of the t- people don't really realize you know that these solutions are out there and and so it takes a lot of education and it's you know it's a slow process but you know it's moving along we're moving along in San Rose County and does that funding come through the county or does it come from the University of Florida it actually that that funding is actually from um, the Environmental Protection Agency the US the federal US Protection Agency oh, and it's coming good. into the county and then we are contracting with some UF um, um, green infrastructure professors to do the design okay so we are utilizing uf folks too (laughs) oh right yeah well it's a it's a community a team effort Mm -hmm. to make that done and um you know we hear a lot i mean you just mentioned that we talk a lot about our drainage and our water and how can as individuals keep that water not just the drainage flowing or help it go to the proper place but how can we keep it cleaner cleaner well i think that um you know when it comes from the sky i mean it does have some issues but it's you know fairly so i guess so so to keep it cleaner once it hits the ground there's ways that you can do that you can leave buffers basically if you live especially along the water you know vegetative buffer that will help remove some of the pollutants and toxins um you want to always make sure that you keep your car maintained so that your car isn't leaking oil Mm. all over the place when you have um pets you know when they um, you know, poop, you'd want to clean it up because that actually couldn't lead to bacteria entering our water bodies. And then, uh, um, you know, always one of the simplest things to do is, you know, when you're using fertilizers and pesticides to make sure that you just read the directions and follow the directions. You don't want to overuse either one of those, you know, chemicals because they can get into the water and, and create things like algal blooms and things like that which blows my mind and I don't want to go too off topic and down a rabbit trail uh Chris and Chris Verlindy is here she's over the Sea Grant program she's with um she's here with Santa Rosa County today at their extensions office she's with University of Florida and y'all have so many different branches within it uh so we get to kind of pick and choose and and talk to all y'all what you're doing but we are talking about the Sea Grant program and um I do want to say like does it sometimes just blow your mind or like kind of make you a little bit I don't want to say crazy but question why we allow so many different chemicals to go onto our ground and onto our plants and like as somebody who cares about our environment and our water system and what goes back into our bodies eventually um, how come more research isn't done and 
more isn't done to keep these products like off the shelf and for us to use. Well, and all you know, chemicals they do have a lot of, of guidance, and they have a um, I can't remember what it's called, but they have a um, paper that comes with it as far as like you know um, ways that it should be used. Like, yeah, like used the instruction manual, right? You know, well, it's like a paper, and I, and I truly I don't remember what it's called, but you know, you just if you follow the directions and utilize these things correctly, it's a lot. It it won't have as large of an impact as um, you know, if you don't follow directions and if you just throw like tons of chemicals on, you know, your lawn or whatever, that, you know, too many is not good. Some people think, oh, the more I give them, you know, the more fertilizer I put on, the greener my grass will be. Well, that's not the case. It mm. can, you know, have damages not only to your grass, but then also to, you know, coastal ecosystems, um, you know, and eventually people also. So follow the directions is the biggest thing that I can say. And there is lots of research. And when you think of chemicals, sometimes, you know, they do, they do great work. I mean, if we didn't have them we, we would have maybe you know more instant you know incidences of you know pests and things like that and so they do serve a purpose and there is lots of research so that they can be used you know correctly and that's a big thing to use them correctly okay and that's the balance <clears throat> using them correctly following mm -hmm. the guidelines that are sent with the products all right christopher lindy is here joining me getting an update with what's going on in the sea grant program in santa rosa county um i want to talk about january in just a moment we're going to take a quick break if you have a question or a comment 850-437-1620 i'm jenna barr you're listening to news radio 92.3 and am 1620 Pensacola expert panel on news radio 923 and AM 1620. I'm Jenna Barr. 850-437-1620 is the text line number. Uh, so Chris Verlindy is here. She's over the Sea Grant program. Um, and y'all have an amazing website, Chris. It's or really good. The Florida Sea Grant program. Yes, yes the Florida Sea Grant there's program. There's lots of information on there. So much information. And you mentioned something. There's a master... It's called Natural. The Florida Master Naturalist Program yes. is uh, is part of the University of Florida, and uh, um, and it's really it's an adult education, natural resource education program, and there's different modules that we teach here in Escambia and Santa Rosa County. Um, this year we'll probably you know like in the spring we'll we'll most likely do the wet the freshwater wetlands module, and uh, it's a 40-hour course that we teach, and there is some classroom work, and. I, and I teach it with the Escambia County Coastal Sustainability Agent and the Sea Grant Agent over here in Escambia County. And so we all really like field trips. And so we do our classroom work, but then we do a ton of field trips. And these classes are open to the public. Um, we'll have It'll be on our websites and on our Facebook pages probably just after the first of the year, the dates for the new classes this year. And... Uh, um, um, so the freshwater wetlands class will do a lot of, of course, wetlands work, but we'll see a lot of the carnivorous plants in this area. Um, 
probably um, maybe go over to Weeks Bay, um, just get people out in the field and to learn about these resources. Because if they learn about them and when they see them, you know, and, and when they're out in the field, they're more likely to remember and then also take more stewardship or, you know, care for, mm -hmm. um, you know, our natural resources. So we'll teach the wetlands class. And there's a new class on invasive species that um, I think that I'd like to teach, um, you know, with my counterparts in Escambia County. And uh, because we've been seeing a lot of uh, Cuban tree frogs in the area. And uh, they're, you know, large invasive tree frogs and they eat our native um, smaller um, tree frogs. And so they've, they're they a real problem. And this past summer, we um, found an awful lot of them in the, you know, just south of Milton area. And when I say a lot of them, probably more than 70 or 80, and all sizes from babies to large. And so it How does a be, frog migrate here? That's what I want to well, know. You know, and that's, you know what, that's actually a really good question because, and what, what you know, the speculation on the, on the Cuban tree frogs, they, you know, there's a lot of nurseries in South Florida, and their populations are much larger in South Florida. And so the frogs, we call them hitchhikers, and they get, oh. you know, they ride on plants when they're, you know, coming up from South Florida to this area. And then they escape, and we haven't had really cold winters, and so they're, you know, surviving and breeding in some cases in, you know, in the panhandle. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure, I, I feel like this, you know, population is somewhat established just simply because we found so many different class sizes, you know, and, uh, um, and then so many. And just in one area, and there is a pond, you know, a stormwater pond behind them, you know, where they would, you know, breed at. And, uh, it's, but it could be a really big issue um, because we hadn't had breeding populations up here in the past. How do you and humanely so, take care of an issue like the native Cuban frog? <clears throat> like, how do you, you're like, listen, I don't really want to kill you, buddy, but you're killing ours people, so. <laughs> and, and, you know, and that's actually a really good question. And then a lot of people don't want to do it. And that's why, actually, you know, I have been. And uh, But I use, like, uh, I do it a couple of different ways. But sometimes I'll use that. Uh, um, so, uh, something like Orgel or some kind of painkiller, you know, first basically to knock them out. And Ooh. then I, I freeze them. And uh, and then sometimes I, I will put them in the refrigerator first, and that actually cools them down enough that, you know, they're sleeping, and then you can put them in the freezer. And, you know, that's the most humane way that's, you know, been um, researched by University of Florida Professor Steve Johnson. Wow. And so, yeah, you don't like doing it, but, uh, um, you know, you, you also don't want them to be in your yard. And, and they're also big. They um, um, can secrete a toxin, you know. What do they look like? Um, oh, they're pretty ugly. They come in different, <laughs> uh, um, they have really big toe pads. And so if you see one, like, uh, you know, figure large frogs like to be on windows and stuff. So they've got these huge, huge toe pads and they get really big and their eyes are beady. It's kind of like making up, you know, what you would see in a monster, you know, show or something like that. They're, they're not very attractive, especially when you think about our green tree frogs, which are, you know, about an inch big. They're super cute. They've got a nice little white line underneath their, you know, their bottom lip. They look like they're kind of smiling. And they're cute as can be. And the Cuban tree frogs are the complete opposite. And you'll see them sometimes, um, you know, like going after the, the, the native tree frogs. And it's just really unfortunate because I've caught <clears throat> from this location that I've been catching probably the biggest one is probably about five and a half inches, <gasps> which is a huge frog if you think about it. And if you don't like frogs, that would scare you. That's, 
Okay, so my my brother-in-law like breeds frogs. Oh, really in New cool. Jersey, he has an entire room and in a basement. He loves the frogs. They travel all over the world to like find new frogs. But this is yeah, he does. I see. I'm taking a look at his picture online, and I'll add it to our podcast later. He's not the cutest thing. <laughs> I kind of like his his toe pads though they're kind of yeah yeah, I think they're kind of cute and they and they vary a lot in color you know from the different sizes and stuff too and it's some you know the bigger ones are fairly easy to identify but when they're small they look like a lot of different other frogs okay and so I've kind of been you know staying away from those and just if I'm like 99% sure then you know I'll take care of them but otherwise if they're real small we pretty much let them go and figure someone's gonna eat them Probably, yes. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Hey, that's pretty interesting. All right, so we're taking care of... Chris is over there uh, knocking off some Cuban tree frogs and taking <laughs> care of them. That's all right. You've got to do the dirty work. All right, we got to take another quick break here on the Pensacola Expert Panel. You're listening to News Radio 92.3 and AM 1620. to the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm Jenna Barr, hanging out with Chris Verlindi this morning. Uh, we're, ha- we're doing frog talk. That's what we're doing, <laughs> right, Chris? That's very yes. interesting. I actually really like that because, hey, there's little problems that happen, and sometimes they have four legs. So that's that's really interesting. Now, I want to know if, if anybody can be involved in the Sea Grant program. I know you all kind of shut down a little bit, quiet down for Christmas season, but in the new year, how can they reach um, out to you all? We have uh, multiple um, citizen or um, community science opportunities doing things like water quality. Um, My counterpart in Escambia County, he does a lot with the Diamondback Terrapins. Um, We do um, dune um, profiles and uh, just there's a lot of, you know, opportunities that come and go that you can volunteer with us at, you know, the extension office um, in Santa Rosa County. And plus we have other volunteer opportunities, especially with 4-H, with our youth program, and then uh, um, with Master Gardeners and um, also. And so there's there's a lot of lot of opportunities to, you know, help support the um, extension program in Santa Rosa County. Um, Excellent. I know it's also. and it's a kind of a funky web web address too to link to but i will put it on our podcast okay, for everyone great, yeah uh but there's a lot of information on there uh for everybody to take part in and i thank you so much for coming on and hanging out with me this morning and swapping stories and yes, tips and thank frogs, you for your yes. and you can check our facebook page we yes. we advertise a lot on that on the um, san rosa county um, extension Facebook page and that's where we put a lot of our um, information and, and on different programs and we do have a lot of programs especially in 2022 because now we can it's start coming doing up. things again yes yes well thank you so much for hanging out I'll go ahead and put that up on our podcast page and I'll talk to you soon okay great thank you absolutely hey we've got running wild coming up next news talk traffic and weather News Radio 92.3, AM 1620, WNRP, Gulf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.